And welcome to the Tabernacle of Deliverance, Alan C., um, Evangelist, Evangelist Maxine Wells, and we bring you greetings today. Uh, we are lo now located at 35 South Middletown Road, Nanuet, New York, 10954 on the third floor, and we're um, also on uh, uh, YouTube, and we are just blessed here today to bring you the good word of Jesus Christ. Amen. You can visit us at, or at I'm sorry, the Tabernacle of Deliverance, inc.org. That's the Tabernacle of Deliverance, inc.org. And you can leave a prayer request, testimony, become a partner, uh, you know, partner with us and um, send a love offering. And we would really, really, really appreciate it. Amen, amen. We're going to begin the service with a word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you, O oh God. We give your name the honor, glory, and the praises. We thank you for another day, O oh God. We ask you to forgive us for our sins. Cleanse our hearts from all unrighteousness, O oh God. We thank you, we thank you, we thank you that you've given us this opportunity, O oh God, to come to you today, to come to you and stream, mm -hmm. live stream to, throughout all the homes that are watching us right now. We thank you. We give your name, the honor, glory, and the praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And, when I, and our pastor is Pastor Bernard Wells. Amen. And we're going to begin today. Um, you know, truly, we know that we're living in a time where we want to praise and worship God. And that uh, praise and worship is important. It gets you through the day. It gets you through the week. It gets you through the months. It gets you through the year. Uh, and we know we want to be consistent in our, our praise and worship. Amen. And we're going to begin uh, with a song right now. Um, what a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Amen, amen. What a mighty God we serve. What a mighty God we serve. Angels bow before him. Praise the name 
TV broadcast or podcast, YouTube, Twitter, however you're receiving a word. I ask that you touch, heal, deliver, and make free. Break every yoke, meet the needs of the people. Pull down the strongholds of the enemy in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Get the Bible. Today I want to talk about part two as we started two weeks ago uh, on Are You Cursed? Uh, this subject. The Lord gave me two weeks ago, we talked about the garden of Eden. And how does this started with us? We talked about how sin came about. We talked about how people got jacked because of Brother Adam. Because Brother Adam decided to follow his wife when God gave him instruction on what to do. So today, um, I want to Quickly run back to Genesis uh, 3 and 14 just for a moment. And let's talk about what happened in, in Genesis with Adam and how Adam got kicked out of the garden. Well, a lot of people don't understand that Adam actually got kicked out of the garden. He didn't want to leave. That's what all of you understand. And if he wanted to leave the garden, he was put out of the garden. And just like today, we put ourselves in cursed situations but we will still want God's blessing. So Adam messed up. If you read the story, let's go to Genesis 3, 14, just for a moment. It says, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast did this, had done this, thou art cursed above all the cattle, above all the beasts of the field, and upon thy belly thou shalt go, and thus thou shalt eat all the days of thy life. I keep telling people about I have snakes. People like to have snake pets. I said, you're crazy because they turn on you. Mm -hmm. They close turn. They all turn. But Adam, I'm not trying to get people to understand about Adam. Adam made everything in the garden. Adam made everything in the garden. There was nothing in the garden that he did name. Did you understand? I'm going to give you a little hint. There was no caliper. There was nothing that this man didn't know. He even made the butterfly. The caliper comes and turns into a butterfly. He knew that. But I am told to do this. Mm. Now, when you look at the scripture, God cursed that serpent. When God cursed that serpent, that's what it did, and that's what it do today. It wallowed and slithered on the ground. It wallowed and slithered on the ground because God cursed it. Not because it chewed the swallow and slither on the ground, but God cursed it. 
A lot of people don't understand that. It's not a choice. We have a choice. That's the best part. We all have a choice. That's like that's what the stuff. We have a choice. Adam had a choice. He didn't do his choice. Mm. So let's move on. I'm going to go to Jeremiah 4, 48 and 10. Not to meet nobody upside the head, but the, I'm just telling you, giving you an idea of how we carry person. Adam poured God. To be cursed upon him too. But I deal with a family that have a generational family. But they only don't have to stay in that generational family because Christ made us subject to injustice from the cursing. So the Bible said, Cursed him, made us hang on the tree. Jesus became cursed for us that we might be free. So my family, and one family member told me my family had a generational person, whether it was a great grandfather or somebody did. But because Christ, they didn't even accept Christ as a person, they didn't even able to break that person. But yet many family members do have that person. But they don't know Christ. In the part that they say. So let's go to Jeremiah 48 and 10. 48 and 10. This is what it says. Cursed be he that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully, and cursed be he that keepeth back his sword from blood. Cursed be he, this is for preaching. This is for preaching, this is for teaching, this is for evangelists, this is for, this is for uh, uh, musicians, ushers, this is for people involved in ministry. It says, Cursed be the man that doeth the work of the Lord deceitfully. And cursed be he that keepeth back his sword from blood. Oh, that part, you can't say, You don't cut nobody. No. Oh, you missed the boat. He's okay. not talking about you running around cutting people. He's talking about you running around telling the truth. Amen. He's talking about you telling people the truth whether they want to hear it or not. Because some of us, only certain people we're going to tell through. Okay. We don't want to offend nobody. I don't care. I don't know. If I offend you, I offend you. I'm just going to tell you the truth and love. I'm my business. Amen. But in the scripture, it tells us something that we missed. It says, Christ be the man. And a lot of women do it deceitfully and don't realize it. Hmm. You can better than Paul. You can be smarter than better than Paul. You can be better than the but if you're doing this deceitfully, you Amen. I don't know it. They have a, a thing in the mafia. You could be dead and don't know. They already mocked you dead. Mm. I was watching a, a show some years ago, and uh, the wife came to the mobster and said, What about so and so? Oh, he'll be dead by morning. And the man was dead by morning, put a hit on him. The Bible tells us in the scripture that cursed be the person, whoever, whosoever that be, that do the work of the Lord to seek to scam the people, rip the people off. Oh, come on. Mm. But he also tells us cursed be the person that refuses to shed blood. That's not me telling people the truth because yeah. it cursed them. Do you know you're cursed? 
Yeah, 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 it's just all jacked up. But the whole thing here is the people of God would rather say they met and come out and say the children of the children of Israel were not cursed. When Baron wanted to curse them, God told them, no, don't curse my people. That's what he told them, don't curse my people. But the people shall not curse them. You go through the story of truth and Israel, they wouldn't touch a curse thing one minute if you hit something in the Cause judgment to fall on his head. Nobody even want to run over him to be hit. And it caused him and his family judge. You got to be careful. You got to be careful what you do because what we do can reflect not only in us. I always say this. I always say this because, appreciate all of us, we have this famous thing with us. We know it all. Nobody can't tell us nothing. We know it all. Jesus didn't know it all, and he was the son of the living God. His father knows him. People say, that's not true. Jesus is what it is. That's not true. I can prove it. They can prove it on two times. When he was with the disciples, the disciples asked him, I want to sit on your right hand with you. He said, that power's not given to me. I can't do that. I don't know that. That's my father. The other thing he said, which is how you expose false prophets real big. He said, no man knows the hour. No man knows the day when the Son of Man will return. No man. He had to make sure he said no man because he knew men were going around saying, I know when the Lord's going to come. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But what he did is he said, was saying, I don't know. I don't know that. My father didn't tell me that. And he's not going to tell me that. Isn't that something? There was something Jesus don't know. People were on twisting up. The Bible says, study to show yourself approved or work or not in, not be ashamed. Right in the Bible, the word of truth, not to study. But people want a big job. Don't they go to college, right? They go to college, right? Yeah, I know. Wow. So they want to make more money. They want a better position in life. But when we study God's word, we get a bigger position in life. We get to know who our father is more. Amen. We get to know the blessings because the scriptures that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither have they been in the hearts and minds of things that God prepared for Amen. That's something to think about. Are you cursed? People think that they could do whatever they want. There's no repercussion. Countries do. Preaching have been having undermining and doing stuff. If you don't believe me, you can you can just look at stuff that go on in different countries in Africa. Yes. You have some preachers, some preachers there do things that will make you hit speak. I was reading about one of them. I guess they, they, they just, they just reprobate. I don't care what they say. They reprobate. Because they do things. And what's sad about this? People don't take time to seek God for themselves. They don't want to study that word. They will be missed. They took time and so far to the word. 
children of Israel to do right. Amen. But that, don't, that doesn't mean that they wanted to do right. A lot of people think that the children of Israel well, just jumped up and did what God say. It is the same thing now. If you notice, folks don't want to do what God say. They're doing what they want to do and they don't care what God has to say. Now most people know uh, Malachi about paying your tithe, the bull of it rob God, so on and so forth. Okay, but look at the scripture. Then what we have to say. Ye are cursed with a curse, for ye have robbed me, even this whole nation. 
Now, in the old days, tithes were the money. Tithes were sometimes property, a portion of a property. Yeah. Sometimes tithes was food. Yes. Sometimes tithes was cattle. But today we have this figure in imagination. Tithes is money. But it's not. But the point I want to bring out here, God was telling them that you curse with a curse. Now that's something. If you read about Abraham, God told Abraham, I'm going to bless you and bless you. I'm going to bless you and bless you. You're cursed and doubly cursed. You're cursed with a curse. With many church services online, people have now cursed themselves because once everybody started going on a church, having church online, what everybody would do, a lot of people would do, come to church, online service on, or the TV service on, and walk away and do go outside. But they want to make sure the pastor thinks that they were involved in the service. They just turned I was talking to my brother, and he would he he explain to me, he said, the people, they turn on the service, and they go. He said, some of them would turn on the service and go back to bed. And forget that the service was on, and he didn't a TV on all that. We become cursed, we're cursed by our actions. You see, it's not a person. Let's, let's, let's take a look at this. Are you cursed? It's not how much you give God, it's whether your heart is what you give it. Oh, I'm not talking about money, beloved. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about what you give God. I'm not talking about money. Some people don't want to come to church when they feel they have to get money. But what if I tell everybody, it don't cost you a dollar to come to the temple and go deliver? It don't cost you a package free. If you want to give an offering, that's up to you. I have no charges. I have nothing. Absolutely nothing. I have no blessing for you to give you. I have no blessed meals to give you. I have no blessings for you. I don't give out blessings. I'm not the blesser. You need to meet the blessed Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have no blessings. Now, if I fool y'all, some of y'all have a special blessing for y'all. Y'all come on down because I have some special blessing for y'all. Y'all gonna come running. Amen. They come to run. You got a special blessing because we got them. The only blessing I have for you is salvation. That is all that I have to offer you. Amen. There is nothing outside of salvation I can offer you that's a substantial that will last you eternally. Yeah. So the scripture here says you're a curse with a curse. Not only because you pay your tithes nervous, because you want to do it from your heart from the gift of You want to give in your time. My pastor used to teach that if you don't have money, give God time. They don't want to give God their time, but that means they got to give up the garbage. They know it. Mm. We're a curse with a curse, and we rebel against God's word. See, I can't say rebel against a man or woman of God. It's bad today. It's so bad the government got to get involved. The IRS got to get involved. Yeah, the yeah. Tell these preachers. 
The government got to The United States government has to get involved now. They came to preach it. That's a shame. The Holy Ghost can't control them. So oh. now they got to get involved and, and go check their books as to where they got that money from. And it's something to think about that God has to use the government now to tame preachers with their mad. Mm. They make people give and don't help the people. That's why God said you're cursed with a curse. Giving your time and your life to God is important. God will value more of your personal time in your life. Beloved, listen to me. God will value your time more than your knowledge. God will value the life you live above your time in your life. You hear what I said? God will value the life you live before him more than your dollars and your time. The people, there are people are, they have people that are ultra faithful. They faithful in giving their money. They faithful in being in church when the door opens, but they won't live right. Mm. That's stupid. Mm. You're going to spend all your money giving to the church. So you're going to buy, you think you're buying your way to heaven. And then you're going to give all your time. You're always there. And everybody thinks you're saved. And you know you ain't saved. I've seen this happen with my mind. Yeah. I remember a young man that was coming to church. His mom was saved. And everybody knew he was saved. He was a counselor. He was this. He was that. He was everything. Until one day somebody said, You need to get saved. He said, I really need to get saved. Now, he's thinking all this time counseling people about the word of God, but he never knew Christ. I was shocked when I found out he got saved. I said, what do you mean he got saved? Hmm. I learned a lot from that time. Because even head count slow over me. I would have counted even head count slow over me. And yes, he didn't know Jesus in the part of his sins. We become cursed by our actions and our deeds. Yes. But what we say and what we do, we become cursed with a curse. Amen. And now we are in that point where we curse with a curse. We can't receive kingdom blessings. Cursed us, don't go in the heaven. Oh, yeah, in heaven. Cursed us, don't go in Religious folks don't go in heaven either. I have lots of religious family. I have. Plenty of religious family. I have lots and lots of. I have so much religious family. But you know what? The Bible says, except a man be born again. Except. Notice it says, except. Except a man be born again. He cannot see the kingdom of God. He cannot see it. He can't receive it. He can't have it. It has nothing to do with it. Got to be born again first. Yeah. Second Peter, let's go to Second Peter 2 and 14. This is it. Second Peter 2 and 14 says, Have an eye full of adultery, and that cannot cease from sin. But go an unstable soul and a heart they have exercised with converts converted as practice practices curse children. I want you to get look at this verse. <clears throat> this is having an eye full of adultery and that cannot feed from sin, but go an unstable soul and a heart they have exercised converts this. 
practices and curse children. Not God's children. God's children not curse. God's children not curse. God's children not curse. Look at what this court is saying. People don't realize this. Many people think they're going to be Christians and they're adultery. They curse children. They don't know it. They don't know it. People are not practicing. Conventions are people that exercise and stuff. They are states. So, what do we do? How do we get out of this? How do we get out of being cursed? How do we get out of being cursed? How do we walk away from being cursed? Look at this scripture. It's telling us something that we overlook. We go around. I notice when it comes down to scriptures about how you live, we go around. Preachers have, preachers have. I, I, I know a preacher very well. He would never ever preach about adultery. Hmm. Oh. So one day I was sitting in the service. And I said, that's strange. The message that he was preaching was talking about what stuff people do. But for some reason, I kept sensing that he kept going around adultery like this. Like, you know, you're trying to get around the corner so nobody knows. He's going around the corner. And he's going around that corner. And every time he goes through, he goes And my lovely secretary, she can't. Why would she stand? Anybody say, um, um, what happened to your wife? That was nine years ago. He didn't even mention it, though. Trying to find out he was going around with his wife and secretary. He didn't know we wanted to lose I didn't know nothing. I said, I ain't saying nothing. I want to see what's going to happen now. He done ratted on himself. So I guess his, his wife was sitting there uh, trying to be smiling and nice. But I know when he got home, he had issues to deal with. <laughs> and I don't think they were fun. We curse ourselves by our action and our deeds. When you look at this scripture, it, it tells us.
I talk to you about different type of Christians. I talk to you about 
Adam causing the curses to fall on us. I talked about us being cursed because we don't do what we're supposed to do. I told, talking about being cursed because we don't pay our tithes and offerings, but we ain't doing it right in the first place. Because they say, I got to give God was telling you to keep your money. If you're not doing it out of, out of, out of a careful give God wants you to keep your money. He doesn't even keep your money. I know preachers beg, please give, please. <clears throat> Deuteronomy 28.16 says, Cursed shall thou be in the city, and cursed thou shalt be in the field. Why? You're cursed in the city, and you're cursed in the field because you disobeyed God. Amen. When we disobey God, we disobey God. No, it's not the easiest thing to say, because when I first got saved, I had to learn. I walked into many brick walls, painfully. I remember one day I was on time driving. Brother Oliver was with me, and we driving. Would you believe that man didn't even tell me I was falling asleep? I was actually falling asleep driving, and I missed the wall about an inch. But you know what he told me? I was so mad with him. He said, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I'm about to buy this stuff. Having me twice put him in the car. I was, we were driving into the, uh, a bank parking lot. He wouldn't say a word. Uh, a man on my grand, I mean, ran in and we running right in the head on. You know what he said? I was waiting to see what you were going to do. What? <laughs> that man used to try to go on me with the law, but he would always have me to. Boggled by the stuff he was saying. It was like, you know, I'm ready to go. Who told you I'm ready to go? I'm ready to go nowhere. But look at this verse, beloved. It says, Curse thou shall be in the city, and curse thou shall be in the field. Don't be cursed in the field. Don't be cursed in the city. But you got to be obedient. Yeah, amen. Now, the scripture also said, if you be willing and obedient, you would eat the good of the land. Everybody want to eat good. Okay, everybody don't like steak. I like to eat steak. Some people are, 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 are nice, juicy, solid. That's like the good of the land. Well, that's not the good of the land. I mean, I want steak, I want some rice, I want some good food, you know, some candy or something. I want it real good. But everybody have a different good of the land. Mm. It's true. Everybody has a different little land because we get the council. Everybody wants the same thing. You know, everybody has the same. Everybody don't want a mansion. Some people just want a place where they can live and be comfortable. Yeah. Some people want a mansion. Everybody don't want to be a millionaire. I know preachers uh, teach that you you could have millions. You you could have the best of the best. The truth is, when you have Christ, you have the best of the best. That's what we don't teach. When we have Christ Jesus in our life, we have the best of the best to make sure provisions are made for us. We don't focus on what we don't need. We don't focus on what we do need. Mm. And that's the text. We don't really try to do like the rapper, get Richard down trying. That's the church. We 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 in the wealth. I'm telling you, we in the wealth. Yes, the scriptures say that God said that. Uh, he lay out the, uh, the wealth of the wicked for the, uh, the, the saints. But however, our focus shouldn't be trying to get rich. We should be getting rich in Christ, in wisdom, in grace, in mercy. 
But we can help somebody else. We don't want to do that. We think about us. Amen. About me. And me alone. All we'll say, I'm not concerned about me and my family. We don't care about nobody else. The world is dying in sin, and we only focus on us. We only focus on us. People are building what they call a doomsday bunker. Because they know that something is getting ready to take place. The world is coming to an end. But they don't really know the whole mechanism of it or how the thing is going to happen. So they build doomsday bunkers. They got doomsday, I'm not kidding you. They got doomsday bunkers. They got doomsday vehicles. Yes, they do. They're supposed to be able to withstand this and withstand that, but they forgot. That is God that's going to fight you. <laughs> you ain't getting away from him. You hear me? You're not going to get away from God. When God, listen, I have the story of lightning. Everybody knows about lightning. I was always taught from a kid that lightning can get into concrete. A building like this, it can come through. So there's a story of a lady, a family that was in a building. Concrete and lightning was like, well, and it had no window. It was all concrete. They were supposed to be safe from that stuff. Well, somehow the lightning got, got near and killed them. It struck her dead. Everybody, everybody was back from where? But how? And lightning will find you behind. It's going to find you. I don't care when you are. It's just up to you. For you, it's coming. When God knocks on your door, there's time to give account for your action. I don't care who you are. What you own, where you hide, he's coming to get you. God they did. One person said that it destroyed their family. One person said that they uh the husband wound up killing somebody. One person said it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. And it's true. I, I, I watched the video, it's just interesting because so many people really want to put it on. They some people need the money. Well, everybody needs money. But it's consistent, but it's something where it's something you put a lot on that's like a chest. It's like a chest to suck you in. It's just like you get around people that drink. Once you start drinking, mm. you're not going to want to stop, but this is what they do. I'm serious. Think, think about it. And, uh, and when, I, when I watch your video about this, it, a lot of women really interesting because some of these people were good people. They were jealous, they just were funny. But the one, the one guy said he was so sorry. He started giving the money away. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was giving away millions. He thought, I can't live it. I can't, I can't live like this no more. And uh, now the man got millions of dollars in his jail house. He said, I can't do this no more. It's driving me crazy. Mm -hmm. He was cursed in the city and cursed in the field. You got to be careful what you do. I said it's just the truth. Mm -hmm. But I said it just makes you think to go about all your crazy. It was 
to show you from when Adam was about to fall into his curses. That's Adam's curses we fall into. We wasn't named the curse in the beginning. We wasn't cursed in the beginning. It's because of Adam's sin. Adam thought, I'm serious. People think that Adam freely left the garden. He did not. Read the story. It tells you that Adam had to be put out of the garden and the angel sent there with a two-edged sword that came out. Yeah. He didn't want to be. It was so great to be. He's the guy. You've got to listen to the story. He's the guy that made everything in the garden. Yeah. There was no living creature in that garden. The tree, the plant. We do everything, all that stuff. Except the uh, uh, the, uh, the, um, the, uh, the tree of knowledge. And Adam had to be put out of his tree because mm. of his feet. Did you hear that? Yeah. That year Adam was born and created. Nah. That's something to think about. Adam do not know what to do. Adam did not know what to do. There was no other home for Adam. Can you imagine God putting you out of the home and you ain't got nowhere to go? Mm. This was Adam. A lot of people don't even talk about that. This was Adam. Adam got put out of the home with nowhere to go. Mm. Adam thought God was going to let him back in in a couple of days. He was going to say, it's okay. He didn't realize God was God. But he said, when he say no, he means no. Yeah, yeah. He was cursing the throne in the city. Because of his sin. And the problem with him is it's not the wrong generation. All of us are telling all of us that before God said, I went to church religiously. And then the Bible says, See, what's he talking about? What's that? In fact, in some of the languages, S-I-N doesn't mean sinful stuff. It means a different word, it has a different meaning. But sin in other languages is the same. That's the difference. And, uh, so, we see here that we're cursed with a children by our actions and our deeds. <coughs> now let's go to uh, Jeremiah 17 and 5. It's funny with me and my hair, right? Sometimes I just got to check, double check it. Jeremiah 17 and 5. We're just about finished. Jeremiah 17 and 5. Look at that verse. Jeremiah 17 and 5. Listen to what it says. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth the man and maketh flesh his arm, whose heart depart from the Lord. <clears throat> Look at that here. It says, Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth the man and maketh arm his flesh. Whose heart depart from the Lord? Notice he said, whose heart? You could be right in church. You could be right active in your church ministry. You could be pastoring. You could be singing. You could be playing off and still depart from the Lord in your heart. You could depart from the Lord in your heart. And you've gone about your business. You just go through the motion. And God cuts you off. 
Because mm -hmm. he said, curse be the man. Now when he said he made his flesh, and when he said that he trusted man and naked flesh is arm. He said, he's telling you about people that's trusting in man and leaning on them and not the Lord. You leaning on man to do your job. You leaning on man to solve all your problems. But Christ Jesus is the Savior. He is capable. His Father is capable of bringing us out of everything. He's capable of changing our destiny. He's capable of reviving us and restoring us and making us what we're supposed to be. Amen. He's capable of doing that. But the Lord said, this is something he knew. He said, curse be the man. That's twisted in there. Now, people twist that up and say, oh, you should have no confidence in nobody. They know that's not what the scripture says. He said that you put your trust in man above God. Mm -hmm. When we trust God with all our heart, leading to our own understanding, God can work in our behalf. But when we put all our trust in man, and there's people that do that. A mortgage, bad for that. Solve the woman's problem with her home. She's going to trust that man. And God said, Mr. Sorrowful, I'm not going to lose her anymore. Got to be careful who you trust in it. And it says, it goes on to say, and man, and make it flesh his arm and who you depend on. Who you depend on and whose heart has departed and walked away from the Lord. I'm telling you, I've seen this happen. I've got a preacher that I know after he get up in confession, he fasted in a church. And that's the first time I ever heard that. He said, I backslid right in the church. He backslid right in the church. That was from his old mouth. I was like sitting there fast. He said, I bastard right in the church with the people that I was looking with and saying, I'll wait. Mm -hmm. uh, I realize that we have to walk with God and obey what the scripture says for ourselves, for our, our own personal well being. Yeah, yeah. And we would all receive what God has for us in our lives. Let's now run over to Matthew 25, 41. We just about finished. Amen. Matthew 25, 41. And it says, Then shall he say unto them on the left hand, Depart from me, ye cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. Mm. I'm going to read it again. Everybody say everybody's going to heaven. It says, and then he said unto them on the left, and depart from me, ye are cursed into everlasting fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. And those that are Republicans, we not talk about politics. You're not talking about uh, 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 the, the left that you're calling a, a Democrat and the right they call a Republican. He's not talking about that. Mm. He's talking about people, mm. not politics. He's talking about people that he's going to curse. He's going to say, depart from me into everlasting fire. He's telling them, he's going to tell them that they're cursed. 
But I'm going to tell you this much. The life you live speak louder than anything else. You're watching this broadcast today. <clears throat> Knowing that you're living in a curse situation. Knowing that you're doing curse things. Knowing that you're outside of God's will. You're continuing on in this foolishness. You're one of the people that you know are cursed already. What are you going to do about it? That's something to think about. When I got saved, I was around a whole lot of people. We were, they had a show back then when I was a teenager called The Gong Show. We were planning to go to The Gong Show because we used to party and dance and I used to teach people to dance and stuff like that. That was my plan. We were going to the God show, but I didn't go to the God show. I got saved. There go my God show. Because what I experienced after that really made me think. My dad got saved. I told my friends I got saved. And they startled me by their response. They said, yeah, we were saved too. I said, what? They said, we were all saved too. They were all they all say they all backslid. And I'm scratching my head. I said, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You mean you're saved? You're saved? You're saved? Yeah. In fact, check this out. One of their mothers actually gave me a beautiful Bible that she had. I use that Bible to preach all over the country. I call it the ancient Bible. I know you didn't know more because it's so delicate. Mm. So I asked them a question. I said, why didn't you tell me you don't stay by the law? They said, I'm not telling you that. And I'm not living right myself. I'm not telling you nothing. I felt so hurt. Because he's my friend. He's the only part of it. I didn't know they were saying, but what if I got shot in the city? What if some of the crazy people I got? One of the places I used to hang out in the city. We're in the very spot that I hung out, a young girl got killed. I just happened not to be there that night. I'll never forget that because it was all in the news and everything, and they said exactly where she was at. And I told my friend, something happened, we dropped stuff there, somebody shot, and she wasn't supposed to be there anyway. She was only 14. All right, I was 17, but she was 14, though. She shouldn't have been. I want to tell you something. Those friends had actually had never told me they were saved. I could have been lost, and they already knew there was a judgment for not being saved at all. Mm -hmm. They were God is married to the backslider, so they got a quicker chance to get right in me because I ain't know nothing about no God. That's something. But because they were the living right, they couldn't tell me nothing. That devil wasn't letting them tell me. You could be saved. Mm -hmm. You could go and do it. No. They ain't telling me that. But when I got saved, really got saved and started walking with God, I went about my business. Because I want to be saved for me. You got to be saved for you, beloved. So those of you that are with me and watching this broadcast, 
maybe y'all that are watching this broadcast, because some of y'all, I can't see you. Some of y'all, I probably will never meet you. You have to live right. You have to walk what you talk. Talk what you walk. Yeah. I've been to Christian fellowship. Me and my wife, my wife is my uh, a witness. We've been to Christian so-called fellowship where they want to dance for out partying the unsaved. One time I was so shocked. It was the entire family. The whole family was preaching, starting with the pastor. Everybody was on the floor again. They were having a good time. I was like this. I was stunned. I, I couldn't believe it. Everybody, I mean, they were getting down. I'm like, wait a minute. But, 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 but. We are cursed with a curse of what we do. We shame God by our actions and our deeds and what our mouth says. About your head, those of you who are with me, about those that are you watching, and let us pray. Those that need to be saved, that's watching. Repeat after me, Lord Jesus. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I ask you to come into my heart, come into my life, and save me right now. I accept you as my Lord and my personal Savior. I thank you for saving me. And I thank you right now in Jesus' name. Amen. That's it, beloved. Now listen. Wednesday night, Bible study, 8-15. Sunday service, 5-15, right here. 35 South Fiddletown Rounds. Now you went to New York. 109-54. You can visit our website, the Tabernacle Deliverance, inc.org. Leave a prayer request, testimony, and you can become a partner to help us with uh, the services. But we look forward to seeing you again in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.